is the turntable on Active FM with Ari Styles in D-Money, where radio has never been better. What about yourself? Yeah. Introduce yourself. <laughs> I forgot to introduce myself. What's myself? Shiki. <laughs> this is the turntable. Yes, I am Ari Styles. That is Shiki. He forgot to introduce himself, so I'll do it. When you're behalf. important, you don't have to introduce yourself. People uh, already know who you are. Okay. And that is the D-Money. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I get it. You know, we'll be bringing you the facts, playing you the tracks. And well, today we've got an uh, older member with a new name. So the guy formerly known as Ari Styles has changed to Harry Styles. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Let's not confuse the... the uh, I'm Ari Styles, I'm not Harry Styles. Harry Styles is a member of One Direction. And this is not One Direction. And you are bald, so you're technically not Harry at all. Yeah. Uh, anyway, before Ari Styles... Thanks, thank, thanks, for, thanks for taking me. Thanks for taking me, Shiki. I apologize. Uh, one day you would want to be like me. If I lose my hair naturally. Um, before we start, before Ari starts talking a lot, let's give you a song to break up his long monologues. <sighs> man, what this dude pulling up on me for? Drop your weapon! It's not a weapon, it's a microphone, man. I'm just coming from rehearsal. Drop your weapon! Drop your weapon! Drop it! Okay, 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 okay. God put each one of us here for a specific purpose. We got a mission. And I wasted so much time down here chasing stuff that didn't even matter. Lord just promised me you won't do the same thing. One thing I learned about life, one life, one life, one life. is everybody can't like you. And if they like you, what that really mean at the end of the day? You only got to answer to one man, one man. Feel like the law looking down, like D, I ain't convinced. Uh uh-uh. uh, it all hit me one night. What's my purpose on this earth? I think I lost sight. Alright, it's kinda hard to stay focused up in this game. Why? So many bad influences be tempting you to change. I know the people see I'm a positive dude on stage, but it's a difference between being positive and being safe. Get deep with me. I'm in the room playing music for some industry folks. Woo. I keep that heat with me. I feel like they could take me to the next level. Trying to impress them and show them my talent special. Look, the conversation turns religious. It's so convenient to say I believe in God and keep it real vague and not specific. Do I not want to offend nobody? Do I not want to go in detail and risk them talking crazy about me? Am I worried about what's convenient for me? Am I disowning Christ before others? Matthew 10, 33. Man, am I playing as safe as can be? No, sir. I'm not afraid to probably claim my Christianity. I'm a Christian. Unashamed, this position sanctified with a vision down the ride. I ain't tripping, devil trying to hook me slipping. Now I be on television, so all of the fakes risen. Not gonna die, go to prison. Not a product of the system. Nah, I'm rebelling. 
yelling and telling my brethren that with the media yelling and selling won't get them to heaven. No, sir. Get deep with me. Jesus died for my sins on the cross, but this girl trying to sleep with me. Should I do it and satisfy my flesh or make them some excuse like, oh, I forgot the latex? So do I man up and say I can't do it? Cause I ain't trying to disobey the word of God. Am I scared I'm gonna look foolish? Am I scared she gonna make fun of me? Not no more, cause I probably submit to this Bible sitting in front of me. Uh, I'm a Christian. So I shine, my swag is divine, operating on this time. I'm a Christian. I can't deny it, I can't deny it, no need to hide it. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Yo, this ain't no courtroom, but everybody quick to judge. Can't wait for me to slip so they could quickly pull a plug. It ain't no love. They say I hang out with the thugs. If I recall right, Jesus hung out with the thugs. Am I lying? But it's never just because. No, I'm really on my grind. Mark 217, yeah, that be really on my mind. I'm relatable, yeah, different. Yes, I walk that thin line. Most can't, but I can. It's difficult, but I'm trying. So I pray I affect those around me. I pray I influence the environments that surround me. I pray for all the people who judge me and who don't get me. The hatred don't affect me. They was never riding with me. Ride with me in this tank. You ain't safe up in your car. Tread the word, tread the topic. Yeah, this is spiritual war. God's army, Satan's army. Tell me who you fighting for. Most don't even know we fighting. And that's who I'm writing for to enlighten you. I'm a Christian. And that don't mean I think I'm perfect. But I know I got a purpose. That's why I'm on my grind. I'm a Christian. Got God's favor so I shine. My swag is divine. Operating on this time. I'm a Christian. I can't deny it. I can't deny it. No need to hide it. Okay, so that was D1. I'm not perfect. I'm a Christian. Uh, not D, it's not, not making a mistake. It's not D money, it's D1, right? So D money, you know D1, you D2, or maybe D3. Okay, Eric. Well, let's get <laughs> on to our show this week. We've got another beef for you. Uh, this one will be by Drake vs. Meek Mo. So this week's beef is Drake vs. Meek. I could be a rapper. Baby lotion versus Twitterfingers. Baby lotion versus Twitterfingers. You'll, you'll understand uh, why we're saying baby lotion and versus Twitterfingers. So anyway, we're going to start off, right, with Drake and Mikmo. So Drake and Mikmo, basically, before before the beef, they, they, they were rocking with each other. Collaborators. Col- they were collabing. Uh, their first collaboration was on a tra- on Mikmo's 2012 track uh, called Amen. Um, Meek Mill was also at the uh, at the party where there was an altercation between Drake and Chris Brown. Uh, you know about it, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but we're not gonna get too too in detail with that one because we're focusing on on uh, Drake and Meek Mill. And then um, Meek Mill, this Meek Mill um, had, uh, had an album. Um, he made an album called. Of the M of because he's part of Maybach Music uh, mm-hmm. Maybach Music Group that's what they crossed them that's Mikmal right um, so Drake and Mikmal collabed on a track uh, it's Rico it's oh it's called I R I C O 
uh, of Mick Mill's album called Dreams with, Dreams with More Than Money, right? So what happened after that? Um, what happened after that? So, you know, Mick Mill was dropping that album. Uh-huh. So at a time when, when artists are collabing on an album, you normally you'll, you'll normally find a collab of, it's not, it might be your album, but because I'm collabing with you, I would then uh, promote, the promote, promote the album, right? Um, Mick Mill started going on Twitter. Uh, he first went against uh, Wale, which is, which is part of uh, his, his, label, uh, his label Maybach Music Group. Also stating that now he was upset with Wale not promoting his album. And then after that, he, he took a shot at, um, at Drake on, on, on a tweet. Right? Not on a dust track, only yes, on a tweet. And he basically said, he basically said this on on Twitter: "Stop comparing Drake to me too. He don't write his own raps. That's why he ain't tweet my album because we found out." So that whole story was where Mick Mick Mill was upset that Drake didn't uh, promote his album, and that's how it and that's how it started. Yeah, basically. And then then Mick also had a follow up tweet, which was, "He ain't even right." that verse on my album and if I would have knew mm. I would have took it off my album yeah I don't trick my fans alright but you see at that point in time right prior to there is things that develop as it goes along in hip hop generally if people got issues with each other they'll accuse them of something with no basis of it so and ghost writing is one of the normal accusations people say oh he don't write his own rap mm-hmm. Isn't it? another thing is snitch they use it as a big thing yeah. they got beef for a battle and they call another guy a snitch where it's unfounded completely so at this point he's just tweeting that he's using writers there's no proof as yet if i'm correct mm, yeah so meek actually just found out like he says he just found yeah. out yeah so when you talk, when we spoke, and now you spoke about uh, ghostwriting, right? No, no, no. I spoke about rappers using accusations yes, and yes, other rappers issues with them. Yeah, yes. with ghostwriters, right? So there was, so there was an issue with, um, with, with, with me stating that that's how the that's ghostwriting how the issue started. The issue started with the issue started with Rick regarding right. his regarding the ghost uh, regarding the ghostwriting, right? But then, what me only randomly on Twitter attacking him. attacking him on Twitter, right? Not on a not on a dust track. Um, what started? What's are happening? That whole topic of um, Drake having a ghostwriter, yeah, but by it, a person it, by the name of Quentin Quentin Miller. Okay, so so, so wait, it, Quentin Miller was his writer, right? The reference track came out, but at yeah. which point does the track come out? Does Drake release the diss tracks first, and then the the reference tracks leaks, or does the reference track come out before the diss tracks? Um, let me just get back. I think it's I I, I think he's um. I just want to understand that pers- mm. for perspective in terms of what comes first. Does Drake does him first on a record and then the... the, um, the so, okay, so basically Mick actually exposed Drake in his mm-hmm. tweet to say that he right. is close. Right. But see, at, at this point, he's exposing him exactly. without any proof. Yeah. proof well, yeah. Right? So then, the, so, so, so then there was, as you were saying about the reference track, mm-hmm. there was a bit of a mention of a, of a reference track that Quentin Muller did. That yeah. was before the... the, the that does take that I'm gonna come speak about right okay. now, right? Um, so there was there, 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 there was a there, there was a guy called from uh, OG OG Meko and Boy One Boy Wando also worked with also worked with Drake, right? To also work with Drake, right? Um, remember Meek was talking about Quentin Miller being the being Drake's ghostwriter, mm-hmm. and 
track referencing his tracks in that specific time, right? Okay, so for people that don't understand, a reference track is if you it doesn't only happen in hip hop, it's with any any form of music. If you have someone else writing your music, not only putting pen to paper, but actually creating the cadences, the rhythmic side of it, um, writing to the beat within on beat and within pockets, they actually lay it for you. So it's for people that are good writers, but not necessarily good artists or good performers or good singers or in this case in terms of rap so they would actually lay the track for you you would use that to learn it and it would play as you recording it to basically do it over that's what the reference track is right so then basically Mick Mick Mill also also stated that uh, if um, if he knew that uh, Drake didn't write it on and he took a reference track from Quentin Miller from basically from Quentin Miller right Mm -hmm. Um, he wouldn't have let Drake um, Drake be on that record. record. That is extremely respectable and for me. However, on that big, just big, big, because on that on that track, many the reason why me was also getting up at hype up was because many people were saying that Drake uh, outshined him outshined on that him, record. Outshined him on that on that track, and I think that's that's where it boiled from, right? Um, another and and uh, another person that it, just before the before even the dust track again. Um, a person by the name of uh, Noah Shabib was also part of uh, Drake's crew, right? He's his main producer over yeah. 40. Yeah. So, yeah, Drake's producer, he took offense to the accusation and basically also tweeted with the following comment. So if someone wants to be upset that Drake made a great album, go for it. Get made all day, LOL, but don't ever question my brother's pen, right? That, that was his... When he's, they he's say don't question his pen, they're referring to his ability to write. Ability, his ability to write. Um, also, to take note that one of the politicians in Canada also took what's it called, Drake side, Drake side, and basically tweeted to to Mick Mill. Now this is a tweet battle, right? Mm-hmm. Still a tweet battle. I'm. I got you. I got right. you. And then it Drake right. came onto the dust track. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm still getting yeah. to the. I'm still getting to the dust track, right? It's just all prior to it, that's right. Uh, then basically the 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 politician in in um, from Canada basically basically said uh, on Twitter, "You're no longer welcome in Toronto." That's basically where Drake Drake comes from, right? So uh, Mick went went back to the back to that politician, mentioned a few things today. Thank you for voicing your, opi- your voicing your opinion and, and so forth, and then that's when OG Mako and Boy Wonder got into got into the into the, 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 the into the fold into the yeah. So then OG Mako uh, started defending Quentin Muller because now at that point in time Mick was attacking Quentin Muller obviously because yeah. he was afraid of being exposed at that point in time so yeah. he was attacking his ghostwriter one of his ghostwriters right um, which was substantiating so which was basically stating and agreeing with what Mick right uh, saying that some of us being new Mick just put it out in the air so that so that's where the starting of the Drake we found out about the Drake ghostwriting right mm-hmm. however I asked a question right now earlier about ghostwriting right mm-hmm. what is just explain the term ghostwriting. Okay. Um, in, not not in terms of this beef. Mm. I'm just this is in terms generally. Mm. Ghostwriting <coughs> is when someone else writes a track for you, contributes to it in a certain way, 
and they are not credited now in this case it's not exactly like that ghostwriting is someone that they don't have credit don't get published in their name does not appear on the album or on the liner notes or you know, people don't have albums anymore but wherever you find the names of the, the contributors to a track does not appear on there mm-hmm. so it would be regarded as a ghost mm-hmm. hence the term ghostwriting but in the terms of this beef it's a little bit different so we'll get into that as you continue with yeah so Yeah, because you said ghost ghost writing is you don't get you don't get uh, get credit or or, or mm-hmm. anything right. So Mick Mick Mel said stated that he Drake uh, had a ghost writer. Right now, in terms of hip hop, it's a little bit tough. Yeah, it, it, the genre is it's meant for people that that write their own records because you're supposed to be what you're rapping mm-hmm. about and what you're talking about. Yep. So it's a little bit different whether the person gets credit or not. Yeah. So then Quentin Miller starts picking up because now he must remember his name was getting dragged into it. Mm-hmm. And then he's and he's he denounced that says what you call any that that Drake is any mystery writer because as you as you mentioned, uh, he was credited in the album. He, he what you call you if you if you're a ghostwriter you're not credited at all. Quentin Miller, if you look at that that that, that same uh, track with what uh, Mick Mull and Drake, he's credited. He's credited. Writer. And if you if you find if you look at Drake's uh, most of Drake's songs, he has credit. A lot credit, of writers uh, on there. Yeah, he can. So yeah, so that's that's part of it. And then um, why it becomes a little bit different in his case is because he is not just a normal artist. Yeah. At this point in time, time, he was not. claiming to be an MC, and not just an MC. He was claiming the top spot in the game. Yeah. If you use writers, you cannot claim that mm-hmm. at all, at all, at all. Right. So then, that then that's when. Um, Drake now, because it was getting a bit heated. Right. Um, that's when Drake came up with a test track called "Charge Up," right? So he, so he, he he went on. He took a few shots at at Mick, right? But Drake never mentioned Mick's name. But it was it was an, clear. It was about. It was clear. It was yeah. It was clear that about him, right? Um, then, um, Mr. Twitterfingers. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of coming come back uh, on a track, um, a, re- a response to Drake's charged up, mm-hmm. he came back. What just what the tweet saying? I can tell that he wrote that one too, right? And then after that, his second, his, his second tweet was, "It was softest baby lotion." All right. Right. Granted, he is not only the song was softest baby lotion. Drake is regarded as an artist that is softest baby lotion. The rap is normally a bravado aggressive male dominated testosterone field genre mm-hmm. and he is as soft as baby lotion even yeah. softer probably so that does it, that, does it, that okay it's just a question does it make you soft by speaking out your emotions yes and um, so you rather keep your you rather keep your emotions in i speak take, your emotions i take nothing away from me for not responding to that record with a record at that point because As any MC knows, there is times when you don't want to engage, or if the record doesn't feel like it warrants a response, then you do not have to respond. So maybe he felt like the record was soft, and there was no reason for him to reply at that point. Right, and then. Then Drake dropped the second. Be, yeah, but before that, I think Flex also called in the uh, mic, and then I don't know there was some. He was saying he was going to premiere a record. Basically, it was going to either be mixed response that never came. Or it was um, the reference track actually coming out, which did come yeah, out at some that point. Yeah, I think that was the in between there, where the reference track started coming out. 
um meek never responded again and then drake came out back to back this is where drake went at it went okay. at it right that's the big one the famous one mm. so and then people were asking now were asking me now why you not responding why you not responding he's okay what he says right uh he stated that now because he was on tour what um, Nicki Minaj okay this uh, is a valid reason if you it's not a valid reason, mm, it's not a valid reason. I, I, I will not defend Drake with my life but he's the number one artist in the game he's the biggest artist at this point still is current yeah you're telling me he's not busy okay he's not doing a lot of things he's not on tour he's not recording he's not meek is very popular at the time but he's not as big as drake so you're telling me he's not busy so many artists have battled while they were on tour and still find time to go to the studio make a record and come back totally mm-hmm. agreed right but if you want to with nikki minaj no. at the it time is, you were staying irrespective were you going to be worried about a no. medal yes no irrespective if you if if you if see if you if you an mc you can't say i could uh, i couldn't get to a studio and everything did uh, in our yeah, times we live in a technological technolo- yes i uh, what you call lil wayne does it if 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 he has uh, if 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 he has a rhyme is here or anything he has a he has a recorder you get it get it recorders you can record it and send you can record what you basically on the laptop what the software you have you can, you can create a studio quality so song coming get with it an mixed excuse. and mastered and sent out that's yeah. basically it. so yeah. i will not defend drake but it this was not a fair response to say that you were on tour you could not come back you had to come back yeah so that's why on back that's why on back to back he said is that is that a world tour or your girls tour okay uh, yeah. yeah and that's well and then afterwards yes. the excuse was yeah. he didn't come back yeah. regardless of that i don't know i'm confused about it which point the reference track comes out right but that is important within this because i personally feel as soon as that reference track came out everything that happened prior becomes null and void and everything that happened after doesn't matter as soon as the reference tracks come out and we have valid proof that he has used a ghostwriter there's no reason to battle anymore Meek should have just left it alone it should have been over mm. nobody should have ever engaged with drake ever again it was done for him as an mc it yeah. was over what completely because now i know you like to frame it like i have issues with people using ghostwriters i don't there is a place for it in hip-hop what the dr drace what the puff dad is what the kanye is there is a space for it now drake has to move himself into that space unfortunately he tries to play in both worlds he tries to be an artist that can use writers and sing songs at the same time want to be regarded as an mc want to be regarded as a great mc and want to battle as well now once that reference tracks come out i feel like it's done for him it's over make sure they've not said anything because when it comes to battling when it comes to mc it's about who is the who has more skill who has the harder bars who's the better mc once you use a writer you fall out of the mc category and why would you engage with with someone that's using a writer if i'm the rapper and i'm battling someone else that uses writers i'm not sure if i'm battling him or i'm battling his 150 writers that he uses and if you see the credits on his album it's not usually one or two people per song it's a whole lot of people on there so he's using numerous writers he's taking records from his artists and using it so i don't see the point if i'm a i could be the worst rapper on the face of this earth pathetic and but i write every word that i say and someone else uses writers i am better than him not in all cases but mostly because you have people like Lil Pump and things like that you can't say maybe he wrote every word of Gucci gang i don't know <laughs> all three words <laughs> <laughs> two words yeah so i don't know so for me whenever that track comes out i'm not sure in chronological order when the, that record comes 
Which one? But back to back. No, when the when the reference track gets leaked. It's in between back to back and child up. Then it's over. Uh, for me, but it's over. It ended there. Every artist that engaged with Drake thereafter. I'm talking Joe Biden, Pusha T, who else? Uh, any, I can't remember because there's been a lot of people taking okay. shots at him. Any artist that did it, it makes no okay, sense to me. Would you respond to Kanye in a district? Okay, Would can you I, respond to Puff in a district? Can I, can, I, can I continue? You may continue. Please. I just want to get Yeah, that please, please allow me to continue. Um, so back to back, he stated that, right? I think back to back uh, happened. Mm-hmm. And then after, uh, after that, only a, only a weeks after, after the back to back came out, right? Now you must know, Mick Mull only responded then with what, what the track called, I, what, what the track called, want to know. But it wasn't what, it wasn't what um, everybody uh, anticipated Mick Mull was going to come with. Which was the first one he came back with? No, he came, he came back with want to know. It was after back to back. After back to back. But was it the one that had the uh, weeks after that is irrelevant? I know mm. we live in a time of a social media era where because of Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all the other hundred TikTok and whatever else you have, people expect instant things because we live in a microwave era where things is fast, mm. quick. If you have to take time to do something of quality, then take your time because if you look at it, we were talking about the Jay Z Nas last week. Nas took months to respond mm. with it. So for me, the time doesn't matter. Unfortunately, we're living at a time where people want instant things, instant mm, gratification. Yeah. yeah. So what does track? Why is it? It wasn't it, it wasn't what people anticipated, right? Because Big Mal, if you know Big Mal, it's a battle MC. Battle MC, right? Mm-hmm. And the shots that he was, the, the the things he was stating on the track, on the track, wasn't really punch what and pull. Expected. Yeah. What they expected, right? From being him being noted as a battle MC. Mm. And I think that's where we we lost a butt, right? Um then it went on, no tracks at a at a point in time. Um then uh Lupe Fiasco. Mm-hmm. Great MC as well. Yeah, great MC. He he had a he had an open letter, right? regarding the ghostwriting part and it's exactly like how you said he said it that Drake um is this to be set aside not put in a different category yeah, to put in the different category because he what with him is regarded as a musician not, as an artist not yeah, necessarily not, not 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 really yeah so you see he stated that because because nowadays that um the radio commercial because hip hop has become become so commercialized right especially drake he right. controlled radio yeah. for about 10 11 years yeah so because be Come commercialized artists are forced to have to have extra hands. Nope, you're not forced to. Right? You're no, not if, forced to. If you think about it that way, right? And uh, in order for you to be commercialized and to be successful in the in the in the in the links in in the regard where it is uh, a Kanye and a, and now a Drake, right? Not you're going to need to have no, you're not a better way out. He had some of the most commercial records you've ever heard. It's his pen. Ja had some of the most commercial records you've ever heard. It's his pen. Jay has radio hits upon radio hits. It's his pen. There's many rappers that have tons of radio hits. It's their pen. It's not somebody okay. else's. Learn okay. how to write a hook. Okay, so I suggest, um, Shiki, check, look, search for the open letter of Lupe. I'm not going to, because we're going to mm-hmm. argue in the whole time. Anyway, for this. those that don't understand, yeah. the open letter is basically a letter that you write for the public consumption, for, for everybody to mm-hmm. get. Yeah. So, Charlemagne Char- 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 the court also, 
he basically said he wasn't fond of Drake, but he, he, he does respect his, his music. And he thought Mick Mull was out of his pocket for jumpstarting the beef because no one cared if Drake used the ghostwriter or not. And that's right? unfortunate. Right? Um, nobody was... Yeah, so nowadays people really don't worry if you have a ghostwriter or not. In other genres, maybe, but no, the rap no, game, understandable. The rap, not, like I'm saying, people don't care in other genres yeah. because it doesn't matter. Yeah, Everybody song, uses yeah. writers. Mm. In rap, it used it's to be art. a thing once upon yeah, a time. Now to be. people don't That's care because, look, honestly, I wasn't a fan of Drake prior to this coming out. But if I was, and that happens, I would be disappointed. If if I hear Jadakus used writers today, I'd, it would kill yeah. my childhood. Like, yeah. this was a man that, it's like, people, I wasn't a fan of his MC, so he didn't hurt me in such a way but he confused people into believing that he's a great MC with him saying like I'm not top five I'm top two but I'm not two last name ever first name greatest he's claiming it from the offset so much that people actually believe he's the best yeah he's not so for me it didn't bother me but the fact that it didn't bother anyone confused me completely so like I think it was me who actually really exposed the yeah no that's exposed no he exposed so yeah put it out where so, people actually got to really so, uh, see that. So now we're talking about battle versus war, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, the battle part of it, right? Because of the talk that the back-to-back, Drake won the battle part of it. Right. right? When does but war pain come, though? Because there is there Yeah, is no, no, there is war pain. It, came, it, it comes again after... That was after a one great, great record. But then, but then there, it was a great record, right? But he, he, he should have come with it. When, when Drake released back-to-back, mm-hmm. right? even if he waited a few weeks, like, weeks, uh, later to respond, he should have responded with a warping instead of the one and all. You understand? Mm. One of them used the Undertaker sample. Yeah, so the, so, so, the, so the one so the one and all, but to respond to the back to back between one and all and, and warping, I, I, I feel he would have really should have went with a warping first. And th- you understand? Yeah, but like because, you were saying, it came yeah, too late. It, yeah, it, it basically the warping came too late because he already came out with one and all. Mm-hmm. And people already and people already like I try question okay. because that's that's the consensus, right? Uh, but when we're talking about battle versus the whole war, mm-hmm. right? Um, battle, Drake. the Drake, Drake wins, right? When it comes to, when it comes to the war, right? Make war that. I would say Meek won it slightly. You know, why I would say slightly because at this yeah, point he exposed it. Yeah, at mm-hmm. this point in time, at, at this point in time. Um, Drake is successful, Meek is successful, right? Mm-hmm. Both still successful, right? Uh, but what will always be a, a scar a stain on, on his career, a stain on, on Drake's career, is that he uses the ghost, writers. They're using the using the ghostwriting, especially as you besides say. The fact that he's a com- yes, besides well. the fact that he's a commercial artist, he's one of those artists which I do respect about him. He wanted to always be put where the MC has been looked at as an MC, go bar for bar with the best in the game. And unfortunately, ever since, well, fortunately, ever since that came out, he'll never be looked at in the same light by true hip-hop heads, by true MCs. Mm-hmm. So, I think, yeah, so Meek won that war, because that, that will be a stain on his career for the rest of his life, on his in legacy. That part, yeah. On his legacy. He'll go down as a great artist, as a As an artist, artist, yeah, as an artist, not really a... But not who, who baby lotion. <laughs> yeah, no, so Drake is, a, is, is, is an artist, commercially, commercially, what's a commercial artist? Very successful, mm-hmm. right? Um, not taking any anything away from also Mick, uh, Mick Mill. He is a great MC, right? Oh, I like Mick. Right? I'm a fan of Mick. Yeah. So in the and then later on, 
think I think in 2019. Mm-hmm. I might be mistaken. I think it's 2019. Um, they mended. Like uh, the beef between they reconciled. They reconciled like the the the, the beef of uh, Jay Z and Nas where they reconciled. Big uh-huh. Mal um, and Drake collaborated on a, on, a, on a track. I can't remember what. I just can't. Yeah, I still remember, remember the video. There was like hundred rappers in the video. I saw it. Uh, yeah. That's when he came out of jail. Yeah. Um, you know, this, for me, this beef was important, and I really, really wanted me to win at this point in time. I looked at it. I look at Drake like a Kanye, right? Soft. Well, not soft, but like a, a non-gangster rapper. Yeah. A backpack yeah. rapper, but not really. A backpack mm. rapper, but not really a backpack rapper. Yeah. There's no level of consciousness in him whatsoever. Yeah. But they were, their content was like a J. Cole type content, right? Mm-hmm. Um, college, that type of thing. Now, at the time, many years ago, 50 and Kanye had a battle, of, a sales battle. Sales not battle. a beef, just a sales battle. Where the whole industry conspired against 50 for him to lose that battle. Mm. And ever since then, Kanye took the reins and the entire tra- trajectory of hip-hop changed after that. It went into not so aggressive, not so gangster. Yes, yes, yes. They wanted to get the gangsters out of there. Mm. Up, so Kanye was winning and Kanye's sound took over and Drake is fruit of Kanye's streets. You cannot deny it. It is. It is. Right? He, did, he, did, he does mention it. If, yes, he said it himself. So they come from it and Kanye took over the game from there. And basically they're the same person in my eyes. And then what happened there after... In terms of rap, not production and things like that. And then what happens there after it felt like hip-hop didn't have place for gangsters and gangster rap until Drill and things came, but that's years later, until Meek popped. Meek was the next one. I feel okay, you had game in between there and things, but game also just come directly mm. on 50. But until Meek popped, it felt like it was there, there wasn't a space for that in hip-hop anymore. Yeah. Then Meek blew, and I was happy about it. Plus, I enjoyed the music. I really do enjoy the music, the screaming and everything. Mm. But then... And then when him and Drake went at it, I was like, okay, here's a chance for the gangsters to win. Mm. One. I don't mean that in, a, in an aggressive way. I mean from the, the sound of the music, the aggression within the music. And then he goes and loses that one. Yeah, and, and, and a couple, and, and I won't lie, he's, um, Mick Mull is from Philadelphia, right? Mm-hmm. So Philadelphia is known to... to to to, 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 have, to have battle, battle rappers, yeah. right? So a lot of, uh, a few of the fully article battle rappers were really... Look, were, were waiting. That's why I said also anticipated Meek Mill to after the back to back. They were waiting to see what was his what was his response and unfortunately they they were left a little bit slightly disappointed. I think everybody, everybody expected him to win that because one, we have baby lotion. And on the other end you have one of the hardest rappers out. There's some of the best intros you've ever heard. That stuff make me feel aggressive. It's like what DMX used to do to mm. my soul. And he just yeah. did what he did. And, 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 yeah, and him being a ba- and him being a ba- uh, a battle MC, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If if I if I say for example, if I'm a battle MC, right, which I'm not, um, and Shiki comes at me with a with a with a track, that's just me on the track. My initial reaction is not go on Twitter to tweet that I'm uh, 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 my reaction. What am I going to do? I'm going to come with a track. But we're looking at us through the lenses of the 90s. People want instant responses. So you can tweet, but then you got to come with the record after uh, you tweet. The, yeah, immediately after. So you can tweet immediately afterwards so people can say, I, I heard it, I acknowledge it, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming, yeah. But there got to be something to follow that up with. Yeah. You can't just tweet and then it die out. Yeah, I not wait for wait for two distracts to come. only person that gets away with it is 50. Yeah. You can diss him 50 times and he will make a meme about you and win that song. And win it, yeah. Or you create Pump and Curly. 
<laughs> yeah, you know pump in Kali. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And speaking about it, in between does beef. Oh, 50 right? got involved as well. 50, yeah, 50 got 50 got involved because it was the 50 and recross stage. A- anything well. that, that, that has people's eyes on, 50 were getting involved. Yeah. He's the most entertaining human being alive and uncancelable. And just wait for this past weekend, Papi Street, please. Okay. <laughs> okay let's hold move on, forward. hold on, hold on. Harry, okay, <laughs> hold so on tight. That was the beef. Uh, was a battle and a war, like Ari was saying. Yeah, no, in each battle, there's there's a battle and a war. Even last week, uh, battle and a war. Last week, the war was, each, I, I see both artists won. Yeah, no, 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 last week was even. Yeah, last week was even. So that's why I didn't really mention mm-hmm. the battle versus war. Last this week, week this week there was a battle versus war you can say yeah and then the war goes to Mick battle mm, to slightly nah yeah. goes to Mick because Mick's career yeah. continued in the same trajectory it was going to continue whether he won yeah. or he lost it right and you can say after he came out of jail even his career went in a better direction because mm-hmm. from a business standpoint but he's making right but I'm talking about and he's still respected me. as an MC although people will look at him a little bit funny for losing to Baby Lotion but he does not have a stain on his career Like like Drake is, and then Drake has taken else after that from. completely mm-hmm. in most of his battles. All right, so uh, let us move on. We're gonna get into a song by Cannon called Eagles.
one time for my squint eyes. Two time for my hitter. I grind hard on my gin Time for no quitters. I've been in it cause the sound good. I've been doing this since childhood. I'm just doing with the wild shit. Fit in my position, just like the crown would. Bit with like is in and jungle. Skip them running, we can rumble. Good away to fit a muscle. Don't fix the systematic struggles. This a person gotta crumble up. No discussion when I'm chopping, chopping like an AK 47. Chuck ain't no Smith and Wesson. Just an older new to testimony. Got me walking like a holy matrimony. Yeah, I put up what they put up on me. Who I'm confident you see the stuff up on me. Back up, back up, homie. Back up, ain't no stressing while we counting blessings. We just riding with the homies. Uh, like a nigga feeling unbelievable, like I got a juice when I come to this. Got the power like a superman in it. You finna send a king cone, you a son to me. And that's what I told life. Depressing the pain and the struggle to fight. Focus again and gain life. I'm only stronger when I'm standing up right. Just play how we gonna make it through the night. Yeah. Cannon Eagles. So Cannon Eagles, is not to be confused with Eagles Hotel California. No. And Cannon, not to be confused with Nick Cannon. Yes. Yes. Just <laughs> like to get that out of the way. So uh, he's our hip hop Christian artist that we're focusing on this week. Uh, real name Aaron McCain. He was born in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, he's so a little bit about him at the age of 13. Uh, McCain found himself in the middle of a terrible automobile uh, vehicle accident. In you couldn't say automobile, so you changed the vehicle. I'm like, Ari today, words. Being able to walk away from the accident unharmed let him like, realize how sensitive life was, and that's how he began to seek God. Then also as well, after that, like after school, uh, he attended Bible college, and that's where he met Derek Minor and Lecrae who actually guided him and mentored him in his music career. Okay, so uh, with that, Cameron has been around since 2004 till present. Uh, he's had multiple albums that he's made as well. And then uh, another thing that happened to him was in 2014, he was in an accident. So basically, Again? Uh, yeah, like this one, they were actually trying to help someone that was in an accident and then there was like the person tried to start the car while there was like petrol leaking so they tried to jump over and he fell down like a 40 foot uh, drop like a 12 meter drop mm. and it's like he broke his jaw and he was out for a while but then he did recover fully so you never make a through the wire number no. two <laughs> if you're after breaking his jaw <laughs> hey, sure. but he did come back and then he has uh, multiple songs as well with uh, Lecrae been on tour with them as yeah. well. Yeah, but you stated he was mentored by Lecrae and Derek Minor. Derek Minor. I see that having a mentor within within something like that is something that's overlooked. You know, once mm. upon a time, every artist came from another artist. Mm -hmm. Like um, you had 
people that blew up and then you had someone that came from them and it was a mentor and guided them in terms of not only the music well helped with the music but as well within um, media training yeah. and guiding your way through the industry so with him coming from artists that are both well established within the subgenre that they both operate on at least gave him that guidance yeah. to move so, forward yeah so basically uh, he also uh, collaborate like I said collaborate with Derek Minor and, and Lecrae as they said and they both Um, you must remember it. We, we, uh, we spoke about it. I think two weeks ago about Derek Minor being the one one what's one one six click, right? Yeah, Am I right? Yeah. yeah. So he so okay, so he's also part of the one one six click, and um, the credit look how is how key mentor him was when Kenan um, was the credit hype man. Yeah. When the credit used to go perform. Nothing wrong with it. Tupac mm. was digital underground hype man yeah. before he became Tupac. Trash was Queen Latifah's hype man before he became Trash. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, so that's that's about everything to say about Canon. Can we still go into Yelvin? We can. No, no, no. Seven hundred children. No, no, no. But we can just name them for like yeah. an hour. Okay, so let's get into some songs by Canon. Yeah. 
Depression was holding my web and crying on the phone, oh lord I was sitting in the parking lot, was going crazy, damn, I don't know no more 380 in my pocket, I had a little rocket launcher, my soul was at war I swear to God, I thought I might give up Should I pull the trigger, I'm so lit up Feeling so much pain, I couldn't get up Drank so much liquor, I couldn't sit up Throwing up the bottle, yeah, I spit up Talk God, I felt he wouldn't pick up Told Doc, he told me, let's get up I had demons, I had to get rid of Got me looking over my legs, yeah 45, he was all in my head, yeah Black life, I'm walking on edge, yeah Had white, you walking on eggshells I don't thought about it, hit it Gonna make it, take me to the maker Kitty stones, have me poppin' Percocets I never thought that I would take them Ooh, I made it, yeah I'm but I really made it Now I'm strong as a diamond, they say that I'm changing My heart was heavy, they said I was caving But while I'm still here, no shaking You can change the world Lost faith, walked away, I was mad It's funny, y'all told him I put on his mask High and high, I really feel for the bad Lord knows I was walking in anger Suicidal, plus I care with the stainless Hate the art of politics, how they paint us Being black in America, dangerous My mental health can play with it Stressed all night and all day with it Have to plick it, I stay with it Get a hashtag with my name in it Police bound to get away with it Shoot to kill with no age limit Talking in the nigga with some praise in him Lord knows my heart was Tired of fighting, got tired of working Right race, relationship, problems Please, COVID-19, got a tight squeeze like you're a gardener. When my cousin died, it was no more talking. Rolled it up and just kept on coughing. Stutter stepping, just kept on walking. Going me crazy. Trying to keep it bug while they tell me how to flow. To feel like Joe. Cousin dying in the hospital from a cold. Brother got his head shot with something, got him low. But feel like Joe. With suicide on the mind, don't let me find a road. But feel like, whoa. I swear my mind feels yeah. so lost, yeah. yeah. I know my heart feels so That was Canon featuring this eye and Lecrae, how we do it, and I made it. Okay, so now we pass it over to T-W-I-H-H-H, Aristotle. Let me say it properly, it's this past week in hip-hop history. That's how you say it, not T-W-I-H-H-H. Why don't you maintain your radio voice for the entire show? You, I only say it for the title. Because I like to say it to the title. Give it some emphasis, you know? Give it some, give it some, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi, all right. Yeah. Let's hear the je ne sais quoi. All right. This past week in hip-hop history. Right. Slick Rick, Slick Rick released his second album that was in July 1991. The, al- sec- the album is called The Ruler's, the Ruler's Back. 
Luik, Luik, one of the best storytellers in the game. You might have not heard the name, but you definitely heard the story about Children's Story. I mean, the song called Children's Story. Do you know how does it start? Uh, Let me tell you a story not long ago. ago. No, no, no. Okay, that's how it goes. Yeah. Right. Um, July 2011, Kendrick Lamar releases debut solo album, Section 80. It's a classic. Right. Um, July 1991, Leaders of the New School released their debut album, A Future Without the Past. Leaders of the New School is Pasta Rhymes in there. It's the group that Pasta Rhymes comes yeah. from, yes. Prior to him becoming the solo artist, Pasta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, July 96. Uh, Nas released It Was Written. I think we spoke about it last week. That was the... And I understand that. Say it, say it, say it, say it. I know you want to say this. It's itching. It's itching. Say, say what? I only have to say about the album. Everybody knows it's a great album. It's mm. his most commercially successful album after Illmatic. Great, great album. Uh, July 1986. Uh, Run DMC releases Walk This Way. Uh, one with Aerosmith song. Yeah, the Aerosmith one, yeah. July 2010, Big Boy from Outkast released his debut solo album, Sir Luscious Left Foot, the son of Chico Dusty. Chico Dusty. I think yeah. we spoke about this, probably not recorded about uh, Big Boy. You know, people that are in duos or in groups that mm. are great, but because their partner is yes. so great, they sometimes get overshadowed. Mm. Now, Big Boy is part of the duo Outcast, and Andre 3000 is widely regarded as one of the greatest MCs to ever touch a mic, if not number one in a lot of people's books. But because he's such a phenomenon and people look at him as so great, that it sometimes Big Boy gets overlooked for what a great MC is and what great music is put out there. And these were the people that put an entire, the entire South, the entire sound of music in hip hop that you hear now. The sound is derived from the South, South of America, I refer to. And they are one of the forefathers of creating that sound and creating that movement. Okay. Um, She heard you the sound of the South of Johannesburg. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> But it's no music involved. It's just me screaming. <laughs> Uh, 5th, 5th July 1977, Royce the 5'9 was born, a member from uh, he's from Detroit, a member from Slaughter, Slaughterhouse. One half and of Bad Meets Evil. Yeah, one half of Bad Meets Evil. The other half is who? I don't know. Eminem. The other half is evil. He's bad. Eminem. Uh, anyway. You had to find a way to drag it in there. You could have just said one half of Bad Meets Evil without mentioning Eminem. Eminem. You, you, you can't say one half. You must say. I'm going to mention everybody in everybody's right. group now that you go on. Right. <laughs> okay, let's see what you can do now with this one. I, I have all <laughs> nine members. I mentioned all nine members. All right. Um, July 5th, 1969, Reza was born. Then he's from the Wooten Clan. Uh, that brings Method Man. One of the uh, nine members of uh, Wooten Let us name all nine uh, Raycon. members. Raycon. Uh, right. Name it. Method Man. Raycon the Chef. Ghostface Killer. ODB. You God. It basically becomes tough. Capadonna. Master Killer. Inspector Deck. What am I missing here? Jezza. That's nine. Okay. Missing one still. Now that you said Inspector Deck, right? July 6th, 1970, Inspector Deck was born. How about it? Underrated MC. Um, July 6th, 1977, Rhymefest was born, right? Rhymefest, since we're talking about ghostwriters and Kanye, Rhymefest writes a lot of Kanye's rhymes. Used to, I don't know if he still does. Another member... Some good stuff before he started making nonsense. 
another member of um, Slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. July 6, 1980, Joel Ortiz was born. Since we're mentioning groups, Joel Ortiz is a group of Crooked Eye. I don't know what's the name of the group, but since we're mentioning other group members, Crooked Eye. Ha! Eight years it. Jul- July 6, 1975, 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson, 5 Bob, he was born. Member of G-Unit, Tony Ayo, uh, Lloyd Banks, Young Buck, and Little Wild Game. And, he's, and um, Eminem found it, uh, Eminem Matricle took him under his label, Shady Aftermath, with Dr. Dre. I, was yeah. sure, I thought we were just mentioning yeah. group members. Yeah. Now you're going into labels. From now on, I'm mentioning the labels they are part of as well. Right. Okay. Um, I don't think we have to say anything on 50. Everybody yeah, know 50. everybody knows 50. Curtis Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Um, July 1986, Dougie Fresh released his debut album, Oh My God. I spoke about him on the beatboxing episode. One of our early episodes, we covered the elements. One Three of the kings. elements we covered was um, beatboxing, and we spoke about I Dougie want you Fresh. to say, what, 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 what. No, you got to say it like out of hook of the song. Yeah, do what, what, ah, shit, do it, do it, do it. I need do a song it. to play. I need what, what, difficult what, to get yet. Uh, we need a reference what, track. What, 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 July 1987. Legendary album, Change the Sound of Hip Hop. Houdini released a self-titled debut album in July 1983. Uh, you know, Jermaine Dupri was a dancer for him. That's how he got his way into the industry. With Houdini? Yeah, he was a small child, he was their dancer. Oh, okay. That's where he got his way into the music industry. Thank you for that uh, last lesson over the past week in Hip Hop History. It was pointless Listen. information for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, since I have it, I felt like everybody. Yeah, everybody. okay. Um, I think that was it. For this week in hip hop history. T-W-I-H-H-H. Tweet it. Hashtag T-W-I-H-H-H. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, guys, that was our show. I hope you enjoyed the turntable on Active FM, where radio has never been better. So before we leave our show, we're just going to leave you with a song and a verse. Okay, so our verse today comes from Psalms 143, verse 10. It says, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. I'm T-Money, and this is Ari Styles, and we're going to end it off with a song by KB. And no, you're forgetting KB. about Shiki? I told you, when you're important, you don't have he to introduce yourself. But you never is. I did say my name. Listen. Pastor. Okay. This Goodbye, is, Harry Styles. This is the table where we keep you learned and get you turned. We'll get you turned and keep you learned. However you want to say it. Bye bye then.
just give them instant snaps. Do we need another post? You insecure, you do the most. Everyone on my side, we revive God through the Wi-Fi. T'Challa part never colonize, round the high fives for the top God made us dangerous. Ain't the bus flame to dust, every idol bring to us. Gangs of us trained to trust the name that's blood stained on us. Christ gained to us. I was running with the Savior, running through a trailer, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate. Find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.